What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. I'm Howard Bender. With me tonight, uh, of course, it's Thursday night where we're recording. You're listening to this on Friday. That means it's John M. Pemba. This is where we're making our uh, sort of our final decisions here. We're making our picks on uh, on everything that's going on. What's up with you, John? Uh, enjoying the games right now? Uh, it's not really a great game. I mean, like Tampa Bay's winning, but the Eagles are aren't able to move the football, so it's not like it's not an exciting game. You know, we're getting recording here at halftime of this one, so. Uh, I was talking about Giants Dodgers. Oh, I'm not even watching. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not even watching. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, this is, I listen, man. I, I agree with you. Like I've got I've got them on one on one I'm streaming on uh on, on the computer, the other one I'm watching on the TV. I'm turning the sound off and on on each one of them, going back and forth. Um, because yeah, this this Bucks uh this Bucks Eagles game does not look good. Uh Eagles are not looking fine, which is why usually we wait until after the game's over, but we're like, screw it, man, it's going to halftime. Let's uh let's rock this. Totally. Let's do it. All right. Well, John, here we go. You want to uh, I'll start us off here. I'll just go through the games and uh, I guess we'll alternate taking a pick of who's going to decide first because I'm still undecided on a couple of games. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. That's you there? Yeah. You got me? Oh, well, I do now. All right. There we go. I realize you were you were just you were dropping in uh, in, in the quick commentary here. I'm going yeah, for sorry. some, some color, saying, man. I was just ready to go. I thought you were both rapid fire. I was all geared up. Uh, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to rock. You're saying I'm stalling? Is that what you're saying right now? I thought maybe you're stalling for our sponsor. You know, I thought maybe that's what we were doing. Ooh, I'll get to them in just a little bit. In the meantime, we're going to start off in London, my friend. Miami uh, sort of visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags are considered the home team. Dolphins are favored by three. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll lead us off with this one here only because it's the, the crappy London game. I won't start you off with that. Um, and I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm leaning Miami laying the points. Um, maybe two is back. I don't know if he is or not, but even with Jacoby Brissett, I, I think the short passing game, uh, can clip the Jaguars. I really, the, the Jags are just a hot mess right now. I can't side with urban Meyer. So give me Miami. I'll lay the three. Yeah, I've given Jacksonville too many, like, this is the weak opportunity. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, take Miami, too, because Jacksonville just hasn't come through. I thought, like, last week, I'm like, all right, you know, like, Tennessee's terrible. You know, this is the week. And then, you know, they barely use any of their weapons. Dan Arnold was their leading receiver. The defense is bad. I'm like, all right, it's Jacksonville. They're not They're not very good. <laughs> Leadership is, uh, is, is horrible over there. With that team, I'm sure. Um, all right, trying to figure it out. Urban Meyer isn't sending any emails lately. You know, trying to figure <laughs> out a way to get them out. I don't know. If, I don't know if you caught my retweet today of a uh, of a of a I great did. meme that showed <laughs> up there. You guys can go find it at Roto Buzz Guy. But oh, poor Andy Reid. Listen, I can say it because I can make fun of him because I'm a fat guy, right? Hey, skinny people, fat guy right here. So you know, right? Fine. Skinny people can't make this joke. <laughs> yeah, they're insensitive <laughs> if they do. Yeah. They are right. They're fat shaming me if they're doing that. <laughs> I'm going to cancel them all, hundred percent. Mm. Um, all right, so uh, start off here with the uh, the one o'clock games. The game I think is the game of the week here. I'll start you off with that. Chargers Ravens. I mean, this one here. We saw the Ravens with the comeback. I've been in on the Chargers. Been loving on them. They look powerful. Um, where are you leaning? 
I, I'm, I'm going to, well, you know, Lamar mispracticed today and it's just with an illness. You know, I don't know if that is, that's as serious as, as it could be. You know, if he obviously, if he doesn't play, you go the chargers, but I kind of like Baltimore here. I, I think I'm going to go Baltimore. You know, you have the chargers having to go come on the road. Um, you know, I like with that offense, you know, Lamar's kind of his ability to throw downfield, I think has obviously changed the way defenses are going to have to start playing. Um, you know, I, th- I think their defense can come up a little bit better in, in this matchup, possibly against the Chargers as well. So I'm, I'm kind of leaning the home team here. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite way here. I'm going to take the Chargers in the points only because, you know, for so long I've been down on, you know, on betting, you know, betting the Chargers, you know, and, and then when you look at it, like them coming across the country here and and doing that whole thing. But, you know, one thing that I've learned these aren't the same old Chargers. Like I have to, I have to move on from that. Justin Herbert looks fantastic. Joe Lombardi's got this offense humming. Uh, I know they struggle, uh, you know, a little bit against the run, and I'm hoping they'll tighten that up. But you know, I, I, I just think that this passing attack, this overall offense, is it might be a little too much for Baltimore. So I'll take yeah, the points on this one. Yeah. Um, Minnesota, Carolina. Uh, man, this line, this line is getting absolutely crazy, and I have no idea why it's getting so crazy. Maybe you can help. It started off with Carolina um, minus one, and then all of a sudden it flipped, and uh, and it's already at now at, at Minnesota minus two and a half uh, in this game. I have no idea why it's flipping. Are, are we seeing COVID injuries, anything no. like that? Yeah, so two, two things happened here. Uh, Chris McCaffrey, the initial idea was maybe he'd be able to play, uh, and he's not practicing. So it's not turning towards him being available in this game. And then on the flip side, Dalvin Cook has been logging full practices. So it seems like he is going to play, and I think that is uh, the reason we're seeing the line flip on this one. All right. Well, I'm going to say that I appreciate that info. I'm still going to take Carolina. I'm still going to take the points. If they don't, If they don't block... If they don't have that punt blocked in the fourth quarter against the Eagles, all right, and they just win that game handily, they were up by like eight or nine points or something like that. Um, if they if that block punt doesn't happen, they don't like crumble at the end. Uh, this this line is totally different. Um, I mean, Minnesota couldn't get their offense going against a, a defense like Cleveland. Um, then they we watched lost them outright to Detroit. Yeah, that right. They almost lost outright to Detroit. So I think I think Darnold bounces back, um, and I I take Carolina with the points. Yeah, oh, listen, I, I wrote this up in the uh, the quarterback coach um, over a DFS alarm that I think this is the perfect bounce back spot for Darnold. Uh, I'm with you there. I'm gonna go Carolina. Love it. Green Bay taking on Chicago Packers uh, on the road. They're uh, another home dog here. Uh, Bears are getting five and a half. Uh, who you got? Green Bay. Though the line feels a little odd, I I'm, I don't believe the Bears at all. So I'm going to go with Green Bay here. I actually kind of like that Lafleur commented that uh, he wants to get Dylan a bit more involved because I I really like the talent of AJ Dylan and the fact that he caught four passes last week and then he came out being like we should probably give him more than twelve touches. Um, you know, running the football, Aaron Jones actually hasn't been looking that great running the football this season from a yards for carry perspective. Um, if they're going to start working in another guy like Dylan to kind of help that offense, you know, you have Adams 
for sure there as, as a security blanket for Rodgers. But, um, you know, give me the Packers there and, and see if Dylan starts uh, maybe becoming more of the feature back there in Green Bay. Would be very interesting to see. I was actually just emailing with a uh, a member of the Fantasy Alarm family um, asking questions about, you know, is it what well, I have Dylan and Jones because, you know, you taught me to handcuff. Um, do I dare start Dylan over Jones? I'm like, man, I'm like, you can't do it yet. But yeah, I, I, I like the way it's trending. So I've been seeing some questions uh, in my DMs as well. Um, of other people's league mates trying to be a little sneaky by making trade offers for Dylan. And they're like, what am I missing? Why is this guy trying to trade for AJ Dylan all of a sudden? I was like, well, because that guy's kind of smart and he's hoping that you're not paying attention or you don't have me to, to ask, you know, you know, you know, the trade might look appealing from your side, but you know, if Dylan ends up taking that next step. Like maybe they're inferring could be in the second half of the season. Then you could be trading you know, uh, uh, RB two, you know, a low end RB two for, you know, this guy's wide receiver three, you know, like, uh, so yes, be, if you're listening to this and, uh, you know, you may, maybe you should look in your, your league and see if the, uh, if the manager that has AJ Dillon is uh, asleep at the wheel and you can get him for cheap. Oh, that's what I always like. I always like owners who are asleep at the wheel. Um, metaphorically speaking. Yeah, don't drive while you. They sleep. won't be. They won't be owners for long if they are physically asleep at the wheel. Literally, true. All right, asleep true. At the wheel. Yeah. True. <laughs> I'm with you on the Packers 100. percent Bengals visiting the Lions. Uh, Lions are home dogs by three and a half. Uh, dude, listen. I, I just say this, man. I like the. I love the Bengals' offense. I really do. I don't love their defense, but I hate Detroit. I hate everything about Detroit, and this is like. This is one of those moments where people are like, yeah, Detroit's always playing everybody tough and they almost beat Minnesota, blah, 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 blah. I'm totally taking them in the points. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm laying the three and a half. Um, you know, again, I think this line is is bigger if, uh, if, if McPherson makes one of those game-winning field goals that he blew. Um, you know, I think that this, this line goes, if they beat the Packers, this line goes to like five and a half to possibly even six. Um, yeah, so I'm taking the, the Bengals and I'm laying the points. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Bengals here as well, though. Yeah, I, I am very interested to see what Cincinnati does here. Mixon didn't practice today. P. Ryan is on COVID uh, IL or IR, whatever they call it for football there. Um, you know, is Chris Evans their lead running back this weekend? And if that's the case, they finally throw the football uh, with Joe Burrow. You know, like that's the one thing I've been waiting for them to see is that they were going to unleash Burrow because they haven't really been doing it yet. You know, they gave, you know, combined 21 touches to Mixon and Samaji P. Ryan last week. You've seen Mixon with 20 plus carries already. So yeah, um, but he's still, you know. he's still through Burrow still threw 38 times. I know, but I, I had, I mean, I stacked Burrow last week in that game, but if you watched how that game flow went, like they were, they were running, running, then passing almost out of necessity there on like third downs. They, they want to run the football a ton. So I'm hoping this open. I hope we see 50, you know, 50 attempts this week out of Burrow. But, you know, <laughs> that offense seems like they want to run for whatever reason. Uh, they're just they're zigging. They're they're being they're being heavy on the run right now to ease Joe Burrow in. They're just waiting to unleash. How about that? Yeah. Right. You know, welcome back, kid. You know, tough out the knee. You'll be all right. We'll go soft on you for a little bit, and then we're just gonna blow everybody out of the water. Um. 
Houston Texans, they're visiting the Indianapolis Colts. Ooh, this line is now Colts minus 10. Where are you leaning? Colts minus 10. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go the Colts. I mean, I think this is a big drop the Taylor game. You know, I, I think they're going to lean heavily on the run in this one. We know, um, you know, Houston's got one of the worst run DVOAs in football. So, and after the game we saw Taylor have um, last week, I think it's just going to work his way into this one as well. Yeah, you know, to me, 10 point, like, I get it, man. Why wouldn't you just run the ball against Houston when you've got Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines? And let's not forget that they're likely showcasing Marlon Mack for a potential trade here, right? So so if you're going to run the ball like that, you're going to run fewer plays, you're going to grind down the clock. Um, You know, to me, then, if Houston's going to be Throwing heavily against the uh, against this Colts secondary, I, I'm think you know I feel like I, I could get a, a backdoor cover on this one here. You know, Colts are just running, running, running. It's like 21 to seven, and uh, and they're just they're grinding down the clock, and then like you know all of a sudden it's like boom, Texans with some last minute you know bullshit kind of touch. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, and the Patriots just let Houston score all over them last week, which is frustrating, but. Um, you know, is Chris Moore going to catch 50 yard touchdowns again? Like uh, their, their offense <laughs> is so bad. All right. Well, listen, we're split on this one and that's fine by everybody else. Uh, another 10 point game here. Rams visiting the New York football giants. 10 points right now. Sounds like Daniel Jones is going to play. I'm surprised that this line is where it is right now because Daniel Jones seems like he's getting closer and closer to play. Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton, they're both back, um, or they should be. Kadarius Toney will move to the slot. Yeah, I get it. There's no Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I get it. It's the Rams' uh, defense. But, I mean, you know, Jalen Ramsey's not going to shadow anybody because there's nobody really worth shadowing. Yeah, I think so, he gets, I think he's on Shepard if he plays. You think he's, he's just going to shadow Shepard? Yeah, I do. I mean, so it's going to be Slayton and Toney all day, you know? I mean, you know, that's it. So either way, either way, they're going to be throwing away from Ramsey on the regular. Um, but damn, you know, this Rams offense is so damn good. It's so damn good. I'm a little torn here, but I'm going to say I'm going to take the if, if Daniel Jones plays, I want the Giants and the points. If Daniel Jones gets ruled out, then I take the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to go Rams either way. I think that this is a. Uh... You know, a, a big step up in competition for the for uh, the Giants here. Yeah, I mean, they played. Listen, they they played the um, they played the Cowboys tough until Daniel Jones went out. So I'm hoping that you know that kind of that rubs back off on, on this matchup here. But I agree, man. I mean, I, you know, the Rams are just they're very powerful. They're very powerful. But I'll still I'll still take the points with Daniel Jones. Um, Chiefs, Washington football team, uh, another home dog here, uh, plus six and a half for Washington. Uh, who do you like? Uh, Chiefs here. I mean, listen, I understand that there's some injuries potentially going on with Kelsey and Hill. Um, I know their defense isn't great, but I just I just don't see Washington having the firepower uh, to keep up offensively. And we know their secondary uh, is also one of the worst in football. It really is one of the worst in football. Is this the game that Josh Gordon uh, does it? 
I mean, he only had, what, eight snaps last week. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, if someone's out, possibly, but no, I don't think so. All right, just checking, just checking with you. So those are the early games right there, all nice and picked beautifully. John and I are going to come back after we uh, we take a quick timeout, quick sh- commercial break here, and then we'll give you the uh, the afternoon games, Sunday night football, and, of course, Monday night football. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right, John, here we go. Afternoon games. Uh, in the in the early games, what we differed on, what, like two? Yeah, two or three, I think. Yeah, not that bad. Not not that much of a differential. We we kind of we could be on the other opposite side of the the Rams Giants, um, on the opposite sides of Houston and Indianapolis, and then uh, oh, and then Chargers Ravens. That's where we were. All great games, all tight games, all could go either way. Let's talk about Arizona. Uh, take it on Cleveland. Now this game here has turned into a it's turned into a shit show. John, uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt missing multiple practices now. With uh, uh, Chubb's got a calf issue, Hunt's got a wrist and a knee issue. Uh, but then you got the Cardinals, who are one COVID test away from like getting like all the intensive protocols uh, happening over there. So it could be uh, a disastrous weekend for the Cardinals, and it could be a disastrous weekend for the Browns. Where are you leaning? Did I miss something with the Cardinals and their COVID? Do they have someone test positive over there? They said that they had three positive COVID tests within the organization, and one more means that they have to go to more intensive protocols. Crazy. All right. Well, that's definitely something to pay attention. Well, then, I mean, how do we pick this game then? I guess on the surface, we'll go with Arizona unless their team gets shut down, because if there's no (laughs) If there's no running game in Cleveland, you can't rely on, on Baker. No, you can't. I, I say this, man. If if Nick Chubb and Hunt are out, right, then then I want Arizona. Unless, of course, they have COVID and then they get shut down and all their starters start missing the game because then I want Cleveland. But unless Cleveland can get – no, see, I don't want to pick this game. Right, right. You, uh, wait, wait till Sunday. <laughs> wait till Sunday or just avoid it altogether. Or avoid it, right. You don't have to go oh, – you know, unless you're like in a pick them pool, you pick all the games, you don't have to pick every game. So, you know, this could be the one you think. There you go. All right. Uh, here's another interesting one here. Raiders, Broncos. Um, Broncos at home, they're laying three and a half. It, it basically comes down to how do the Raiders players respond? Are they downtrodden because, you know, Derek Carr, because Gruden was Derek Carr's mentor? And it, it seems was- like everybody on that team liked John Gruden. Yeah, but, now, but then they're just like, ah, damn, you know, like he obviously he has to go, you know, right? Like, right. Well, I mean, you know, you can't sit there and, you know, make racist comments and, and have that leaked and expect that, you know, people are going to, you know, stand by you or or whatever. But right. I mean, you know, again, like I said, car, he was car's mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, He's the one who gave Darren Waller the second chance. Right. So, right. you know, I mean, there are a lot of guys on this team because of Gruden. So the question is, is do they uh, does this kind of become a punch in the gut to them and they uh, and they end up not, you know, not rally like, you know, you've you've done the uh, you've produced the live streams with me and Mish for um, Wager Alarm. You you fire the coach, you take that team the next game and they'll they'll either win it outright or they'll at least cover the spread for you. Right. Right. That's just what that that's the way it's been. Um, but this is. Yeah. <laughs> 
this is a different story. This is uh, you know, this is a, a racist resignation, not not a firing. Right. So I think I'm gonna lean Denver and lay the points. Yeah, I'm leaning Denver here as well. I just, you know, since their start, the Raiders haven't looked nearly as good. Um, you know, and Denver still has a decent defense, and that offense is getting back together. So I'm gonna go Denver as well. All right, here's the big one. Dallas, they're on the road facing the New England Patriots. Patriots are the home dog. I mean, it's 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 a high-powered offense here against Belichick. You tell me, John, what do you like? I don't understand this spread, Howard. I mean, it's New England. I'm seeing New England getting three and a half. Is that the line that you're looking at? Yeah, three, three and a half in some places. Yeah, and you got an over-under total that went from 48 to 50. What what are people seeing in the New England offense to think that they can score points is what my question is. So, I mean, I'm going Dallas in the points here. I don't I don't know. I don't know what people think New England's gonna do in this game. They Damian Harris didn't practice today. Uh, you know, their their receiving group is is very limited. Mac Jones, as much as I like Mac Jones, you know, they're not letting him throw downfield at all. You know, John o. Smith is still kind of hurt. It's like a one-man guy with Hunter Henry, really, and Jacoby Myers. But you know, you know, Trayvon Diggs is gonna be uh probably on Myers or on Aguilar, maybe. Like, I don't see where New England's scoring points in this game. Maybe you can tell me, but the the spread seems awfully low. The spread seems awfully low, and you're right. The The fact that the over-under has gone up the way it has is kind of a mind scrambler. Like, I get it. New England played a competitive game with uh, with the Bucs, right? That was that was a great effort by them. But, I mean, the score was 19 to 17. And it was a rain game. So, like- so, so what I don't understand is, is, like, I'm with you. Like, fine, if you want to say that the Patriots can play the, the Cowboys tough and you make it a three-point spread – the over-under should be like 43. Right, right. It's Unless they, I don't know, unless they think Dallas scores 45 in this game, right? Like, you know, like I don't know. Right, anymore. but if Dallas scores 45 in this game, still, then why is the spread only three? No, I, listen, I, I don't get it. In all, I mean, the Patriots against the run, I think, are like so 28th in DVOA or something. Like, like Zeke Elliott should be running a lot in this game, or Pollard will be running a lot in this game. Like, I don't see how New England is on the field with this team. Like to me personally, you know, they they almost lost to Davis Mills and the Houston Texans last week, and they they looked awful, awful doing it. I don't, I don't, I don't see this is something. This is a trap. I think it's either you know what blows me away too. Look at the money line. Dallas is only minus one sixty five. Patriots are plus one forty five. Are you kidding me? I don't, I don't know. The Steelers over the Seahawks is minus two thirty five. And Dallas is only a minus one sixty five over the Patriots. Like I, I really, I really don't get this. I don't know. Listen, I'm. It's. It's. I don't know. I. This feels like one of the something is going on, right? And I don't know if it's like people are going to look at this. They're like, oh man, something weird is happening. I feel like I should take New England because the line seems fishy, right? Like I, I like I feel like Friday, if you and Mitch are looking at this game, Christ is going to be like. This line doesn't seem right, Howard. You know, like, you, know? <laughs> you know, and then you take, then you end up like taking New England somehow. You know, like I feel like maybe that could be happening. But like Vegas is smart; they're a sharp group. You know, why is this three and a half? I don't know. I'm. We've spent a long time talking about this game, Howard. Probably half the podcast already. Uh, it's it's a Dallas for both of us. 
it's just one of the weirdest lines that I've seen. It really is. And it, yes, it's it's Dallas minus three for me, too. Um, right, Sunday night game. I can't like, no, but see, that's the thing, though, is that. You know, we're, we're, we're talking about betting these spreads like we have to be able to, like, explain that. Like, you know, there's there's a, there's a time for the rapid fire. Right. And we could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like something like this, like that warrants the extra time. I there's think. there's nothing that I can figure out where New England is putting up enough points based off what I've seen out of their offense. And the Dallas defense has been good. So the only thing that I can think. And it doesn't make sense because the over under total went up is that it would be a defensive game by New England to keep it close. But this isn't going to be a 35-30 Dallas win. Like, I don't see New England being able to put up all those points against this Dallas defense because they they couldn't put up that many points against Houston. You know, like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's so it's, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, this honestly. Yeah, I agree with you completely. And it's it's going to it's going to be like a thirty four to thirty game, yeah, you know, yeah. thirty three to twenty nine, <laughs> whatever it's going to be, it's going to end up going over. New England's going to cover the spread, and we're all going to feel like dopes, and Vegas is going to laugh their asses at at everybody because the whole world put their their life savings on Dallas. Yeah, Dallas right? and be, up goes Dallas another hotel. Under is probably going to be like the top bet for wager alarm this Sunday. I don't know. We're just going to we're just going to go from there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's go to the Sunday night game. Seahawks Steelers. Ah, Man. Right. You got Geno Smith under center, but Big Ben and and what's going on there. I I have a sneaking suspicion that that you're just going to go Steelers and lay the points and say it's all about their defense, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I like their defense a lot uh, when they're at home, even though the numbers haven't really panned out about it. It's Geno Smith Howard. I mean, I know I know what he looked like last week, but I mean, that's kind of like one of those, you know, ride the wave. He sparked, you know, sparked the team. The Rams weren't ready for him. You know, Pittsburgh's, I mean, we know what Geno Smith is, right? The, you know, mm-hmm. Chris Carson isn't healthy. You know, uh, yeah, I, I think they're just going to put a lot of pressure on Geno, make him make throws to DK and and lock it, and, and we'll see what happens from there. So I'm going to go ahead and take Pittsburgh here. I'm going to join you with the Steelers, no doubt about it. Monday night football action. Here you go. Buffalo against the Titans. This line is Buffalo favored on the road by minus five and a half. Titans getting back Julio Jones, it seems like. Joining A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. But this Bill's defense is strong. Like real, real strong. Yeah, they here. showed However, me something last week. So what's that? They showed me something last week. They're good, right? They're definitely good. The over/under is fifty-three and a half here. Ooh. Go ahead, dude. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Bills, and I'm gonna go with the. Mm, I'm gonna go with the under. I don't think they. I don't think this is like a forty-five-seven game, but I could see it being like thirty-five-ten. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Buffalo in the under. I like it. I like it. I'm too. I too am taking Buffalo in this one here. Um, Mish is gonna try and convince me the home dog on Monday Night Football. Um, so I'll I'll probably concede to him on that one. <laughs> I'll just I'll, I'll backdoor cover myself here with uh, with the Bills. No, nah, I can't. Um, I'm still sticking with the Bills minus five and a half here. Um, I agree with you. I think that uh, I it's just the defense is for real. 
And uh, if they focus on Henry, listen, their secondary, I think, is strong enough that you can cheat with the safeties to stuff the run because, you know, if you're putting guys into like just you know, doing some press man coverage on on Brown and and Julio, I think uh, I think you can take them down. Yeah. And you also Julio and Brown can take themselves down. You know, we don't know who's to say they even play the whole game. You know, like they're they're just as liable to injure themselves, you know, within the first quarter. So ain't that the truth? All right. Well, there you go, folks. The uh, the week six rest of the games uh, in the books here for uh, for me and John. And uh, and that's going to do it for us here on Annie Up. Best of luck to all of you and all your betting fantasy games, whatever you got going on here. Survivor pools, fingers crossed, you guys got it. Uh, For John and Pemba, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Annie Up. We'll catch you next time.